Greetings, friends. Future Andrew here, dropping into these past episodes to tell you thanks. Thanks for checking out RTAF. If you're valuing the show as a wellspring of inspiration and artistic fuel and would like to help keep the show going, you can find out more about how to do that at patreon.com slash podcast. Every little bit adds up and keeps me inspired to bring you quality content on a consistent basis. Thanks for listening, and stay creative. Welcome to another episode of RTAF Podcast. Thank you for being here. We got a bit of different flavors coming in. First of all, let's not forget our guests. Yeah, we hung out with our great friends, Randall Roberts and Morgan Mandala. Yeah. And we talked a lot about the coronavirus. What to do during the coronavirus. Yeah, it's just kind of a smattering of advice from people who don't really know what the fuck they're talking about. But yeah, well, <laughs> or do a, we? Hmm. <laughs> this is a fun one. It's it's more like a homie hang than, a, you know, a lot of our podcasts are an introduction. Like, how did you get started with art? What does art mean to you? And right. we already have that podcast with Randall Morgan that we did last year, our special for 2020, 2020, 20, 20. Yeah, we're happy to have him back. So it's been almost a year since we did our first podcast with him. So it's nice to have just a little bit of a relaxed conversation. Not as formal, you know. And uh, there's plenty of art talk in here too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a super fun one. I guess without further ado, we should just launch this sucker. Yeah, let's launch it. All right. In five, four, three, three, two, two, one. Corona! 19 social yeah, distancing yeah, yeah. meditation do it hiking friendship friendship vegetables yeah like fades up and like you can already hear people talking about something and then it comes in for the countdown yeah the countdown and then the music and then the fade and in we can do a countdown together after we record this if you'd like and then yeah. a the countdown gets me amped does it time. right yeah. The, oh yeah talking about the, or like an yeah the blast three off. two blast off. one <laughs> 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 so we're we're uh you know it's a strange time in the world. It is. Indeed. We're uh, quarantined <laughs> and social distancing, um, doing a lot of disinfecting. <laughs> how you f- how you feeling about it? <laughs> yeah, it's hopefully a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I yeah. don't know. It's, it's uh, interesting. It has a mix of emotions. I feel like it's kind of nice on one hand to be able to like slow down focus back in we have so much to do Mm -hmm. here and with art and just catch up on really i'm always trying to catch up yeah um but yeah we just hope we can make the most of this time now and that it won't be too long Mm -hmm. but start a new pace for the rest of your life based on what you learn here yeah right like it's you know a tragic kind of 
thing in a way, but it's also a great opportunity, I think, for introspection, uh, people to be with their families. And yeah, I don't know. It's like, you know, we, uh, like personally, I feel like I learned the most from the most difficult times in my life. And this is like a difficult time for the world. So, you know, like, I don't think we learn much whenever we're just moving and grooving, you know? Mm -hmm. I I had the thought that, you know, like we've, we've been waiting for some, the world's just crazy, right? You Mm -hmm. know, uh, our president and there's still wars and, you know, and we've all kind of in the back of our mind been looking at the internet and doing our thing and and thinking like, is somebody going to do something Mm -hmm. like it, you know? about all of this and so this to me kind of answers that question and the seeing the best of this is also the most one of the most inspired so in the darkness right Mm -hmm. the people playing music on the porches in italy um the pollution dropping uh that without the backdrop of this wouldn't be so utterly beautiful and inspiring exactly uh, i i'm stoked on the uh, people take were you just talking about that Morgan um, there was there was a proposed like car break uh, worldwide to to uh, oh to, to stop uh, to just less so if everyone stopped driving their cars for two weeks it could you know set back global warming another 20 years or something and yeah the amount the world can heal in one day from just not any cars being used is incredible. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? If we just chill <laughs> yeah. out for a short period of time. Right. It's I, like taking a break from, you know, alcohol or, mm-hmm. or caffeine or something like yeah. self-imposed breaks, like kind of reset your system and recalibrate like what is necessary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have to literally go inside to heal the world mm-hmm. right now. And that's all you have to do. Yeah. Which is kind of, an amazing mission if you don't think about all the other things that are happening because of that, if you can yeah. try and focus. At least, you mm-hmm. know, it's worth it for some time. But... I mean, you know, I've also had the thought, it's kind of not nice, but, you know, like, fuck cruise ships anyway. You right? Know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, this oh, fucking we can tap out. dancing on, on the, on, <laughs> on the grave of the environment and, <laughs> yeah. and, and conga line... <laughs> toilet uh that, that is like the highlight of your stupid family's well, year you how, know? how much gas are you burning yeah the or engines in those things are a, four an stories high in I, some of them and they burn this yeah. sort of uh kerosene sludge that's left over after manufacturing gasoline Ooh. there's a bunch of youtube videos about it like hundreds um, of gallons mm-hmm. so one cruise ship's run does something like a million cars worth of damage on, yeah. on one on one uh, it's so cruise. insane i saw and my first what? cruise ship this uh, year yeah, Tom Popon, his special said like you can oh. do everything you do on a cruise ship somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I was saying like you just it's like a sea toilet. Like you just they drop yeah. you off here, eat some food, they go back on the boat and shit in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's messed up. And all of their waste goes in the ocean. And it's all it it isn't even like for a reason other mm. than like there are other so many more entertaining well, I think most take people, your family camping they don't yeah, know right? that it's this bad like yeah, this knowledge that. isn't necessarily like mm-hmm. out there in a way where it should be like i was yeah. appalled and i didn't find this out till that you yeah. know yeah i think ago. i think different groups of people consume information in different ways mm-hmm. so like you know thinking about social media we all have our own little uh uh, f- uh, filter bubbles or, or uh, tunnels, and you know we're we're definitely on that environmental tip 
at least a little bit mm-hmm. so that we would hear that. But if someone, you know, let's, let's make up a person who lives in Iowa and <laughs> v- votes Trump and just, you know, Burns grows corn. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not really going to hear about that. And even if they did, they might not care just because of the ideologies in place that would kind of like block their perception of it. Maybe. Yeah, it's pretty stacked, right? That if you, if you, like if you were, if you're Christian, for instance, you're kind of like pushed into being Republican and, and everything that goes along with that in America. It's Yeah, because we've been like forced to be tribalized. Like, you, it's like, you know, you become an outsider, right? If you're like, well, I like what, these guys are like, I'm down with Jesus, but then, oh yeah, these hippies over here, I like what they're doing. And then all of a sudden, like, you're not part of this tribe or team. Yeah, there's no group like, for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't be pro-life and pro-gay. Well, yeah, I think right? you, you know, I think you can. You can, you can private, but, you not, can. but not in the voting booth. No, not, you know, it's well, been, you can in the voting booth. I, I, I think the I thing, would, oh no, I was just going to say is, is those are kind of, stereotypes and groups we put but we can be a whole array of different things but people like to be in groups right yeah and we like in our minds to think of these groups as being one thing Mm -hmm. and right now you're kind of forced to be separated and not be influenced by those different groups because of social media because Mm -hmm. things are you know the the way it works is you're just shown things you want to see the algorithms work to make you happy so you don't want to see something you might not necessarily agree with unless right. you're on the fence mm-hmm. and right. yeah. all those people influence you whether you realize it or not yeah yeah to go back to the cruise ships for one sec i heard this uh <laughs> so 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 pre-airplane right the only way to get around the world were these giant uh, ocean liners airplanes were invented and uh and perfected mm-hmm. more or less and then there were these all these giant ships laying around mm. So someone uh, in the, uh, I think, late 60s came up with this idea, hey, let's make, let's turn these things into this thing called a cruise ship. Mm. And we'll huh. take people out and get them drunk and, and we'll do something with these giant expensive boats that are sitting around. And that was marketed heavily as the cool new thing to do in the, in the early 70s is to go on, you know, mm. one, of these, one of these brand new cruise ships. But it, they were just leftover leftover stuff from a, from an industry, right. you know, two well, decades before. I, huh. I think if there's any silver lining from this, maybe we'll dissolve like the idea of pinning someone into a group and maybe people can get past the idea of, of being in groups. And also maybe we'll learn how to use or be, be a little more sensitive with our ideas for making money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the guy who invented cruise ships basically was just like, <laughs> I see a buck here, yeah, you know. And but then it's like, what is that mm. doing to the environment, and how is mm. that like, yeah, you know? I'm well, watching. Think we're still all getting robocalls during the coronavirus. One thing I think that it could remind us the coronavirus at least is that like, okay, no matter what we do, no matter what group you're in, you're being affected by this. Mm-hmm. Like we're all right. human. We're all susceptible to the same diseases yeah. and kind of like a reminder that breaks through the separateness that mm-hmm. we all kind of think of. Oh, that person who must be like this, this, and this, just right. judging yeah. them on a daily basis. And mm-hmm. now, like, oh no, we're a lot of us are without jobs. A lot of us are 
you know, struggling or sick or worried about people who are sick. And it's, it's just pure human, just back to human emotion. Having just empathy for other people. Mm -hmm. And also like, you know, if I think, uh, there's also a thing about like communicating and how you think of other people, you know, and like maybe if you realize something, but other people haven't yet, instead of just thinking maybe they're idiots or fueled by malice, instead you could like just communicate, talk, or like, I think it seems like, you know, a lot of people like to see the other as somehow bad or fueled by bad intentions. And I think we need to like assume everyone's just doing their best and we've come to different conclusions and we can just communicate like people and share ideas and honor and respect other people. We're doing the best we can. We were, you know, the tribal thing is, is still pretty fresh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Farming was just invented like a short while ago. We were trying to survive. We were out. Imagine being literally naked out with your family, (laughs) your grandmother and grandfather, if they were lucky enough to live past 40, Mm -hmm. your mom and dad and your girlfriend and your toddler with no clothes on, in the woods, throwing rocks at squirrels and <laughs> digging up tubers to get enough <laughs> yeah. nutrition. Yeah. This, this was taking place 12, 15,000 years ago. We didn't even have clothes. Yeah, know? it's a so, blip so, on the radar. Yeah. Yeah. So some of that, now that we have cities and the internet and, and mm. medicine and food, and um, we're going to have... Uh, like, you know, when you pick up a rock about the size of a baseball and, and you're out in the, on, a, on a nice hike or something, mm-hmm. pick it up and throw, throw it. it. Yeah. And I, I think that's a oh key into tapping into the, the evolution of your ancestors yeah. because yeah. they were super good at throwing rocks mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Randall, had to be, you know, Randall and John last year threw rocks for a good solid hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were you reservoir. throwing it at? Uh, just, just the reservoir. Yeah, and they were like... We were just, yeah. they were, Breaking other rocks with rocks. Yeah, they were, oh, like, nice. they were real like brittle rocks and we were just chucking them forever. <laughs> it was like the most satisfying feeling you could and ever have. I think have. that feeling of satisfaction is actually a remnant of, of right. our ancestors. Chucking like, it at a bunny uh, or something. Just uh-huh. hitting yeah. the target. Yeah. Yeah. The same hitting way, like too, how yeah. recognizing if another person is angry or not yeah. at, at a glance yeah. is mm-hmm. also left over because oh, that's yeah. super... F- fucking important Mm -hmm. if you're both out in the woods naked holding spears and you don't know this motherfucker Mm -hmm. (laughs) well and then that's why that's why like somebody like tom brady the best quarterback in the world why millions of people love him because he's the motherfucker that would be able to kill the animals the best he's got the arm (laughs) yeah that's all sports is left over from from our from our hunting instincts yeah who can throw the rock yeah who can (laughs) highest to get the fruit yeah (laughs) that target yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and those and those men are idolized by women and 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 other. So yeah. maybe now's a good time to practice practice shooting for targets. Yeah, yeah right. throwing at targets. Or yeah, guys, get out there and throw rocks. <laughs> yeah, go throw rocks. Throw rocks. <laughs> Aim it at the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah there to we go. put a cap on that point is I think we should give ourselves a break. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Factory farming is like really shitty, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But we were just like starving, right? Yeah, we're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. We're right. figuring that, and now we've gone a little too far into yeah, yeah. the taking care. You know, mm-hmm. uh, having canned 
corned beef, you know, right. and the cost <laughs> of having that is, yeah. is this incredible cruelty. And it'll take another 400 years right. mm-hmm. to bring the, the pendulum back. Yeah. yeah. And we will eventually get that swinging, I think, mm-hmm. in a more, a more middle ground. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, you, yeah. yeah you, you see that reflected in self, right? And how you change as well. Like we all overshoot things and then, you know, like you have to take things too far to learn a lesson and then you come back. Mm-hmm. And I've even learned like when I was younger, I was so much more harsh on myself when I got something wrong. And then as I get older, it's more I'm, I can be more gentle with myself when I make a mistake and go too far this way and be like, oh, that didn't feel good. Like maybe I should dial it back. And maybe we, like even collectively we can do that instead of just like screaming at the world like this is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can communicate in a more subtle fashion on a mass scale. I don't know how that would manifest. but Well, also like if you take something like understanding of yourself or understanding of, uh, you know, in industrialism and capitalism as a whole taking like you know 400 years to catch up and then you take something like the coronavirus that changes every single day mm-hmm. so everybody's going to be at a different point of understanding mm-hmm. depending on how much they're watching the news how much they're on the internet all this other things so it's like yeah we should definitely be like a little more empathetic and maybe gentle with people yeah 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 especially if we're all cooped up or maybe you're alone or it's yeah i i I noticed that we were talking the other night about how it's either going to be like a divorce or a baby for a lot of couples (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know you're in the house and not Mm. used to it a lot and that's I mean, just what happens, like, it's hard to be patient with people you aren't used to spending 24 hours a day with, luckily. Yeah, Yeah, we're codependent (laughs) psychos who work from home all the time. Yeah, I feel like Uh, artists... We do work from home, not too much has changed. Artists have, like, a leg up in this whole thing. It's like, this is what we do all the time. (laughs) Stay at home. Yeah, it's not... My favorite meme is the one where it's the little monkey puppet, and it says when you find out that your lifestyle is called quarantine. (laughs) 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 that's so funny it is crazy like especially living in the united states our culture is like go 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 produce 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 and now the most noble thing you can do is not do shit it's like flipping our whole cultural values on its head in a way it's interesting yeah Yeah, it's kind of a relief honestly yeah fuck ships fuck the the fake ass economy anyway (laughs) fuck uh the grind yeah like the, like going to the job that you hate yeah you know? office space type yeah. shit yeah. right like like everybody knows you go into this job you put in three and a half hours worth of work in a uh-huh. nine hour day and you yeah. fuck off and, you, and you screw around you hang out by the candy machine you go flirt with <laughs> tina down the hallway just go on an extra long lunch break if you can get away with it mm-hmm. what do you do? why not get those people in there for three hours yeah. tight crush hard it. work crush it and then let them go have their life right or like, i mean what's happening now is people are learning that they can work from home yeah you're like oh you don't have to go to the office and the, the operation can yeah. still function and so <laughs> you can have your comfy little home place where say you wanted to bring in like sardines to work and you pop that bitch open <laughs> and everybody's like, what the fuck? But at home you can just do that and be fine yeah, and, and still get your work done because that's what you like, you know, yeah. and maybe someone likes burning incense or, uh, yeah, right? or whatever it is. 
Incense and, and sardines, well, it's baby. Yeah. Actually, uh, the artist Michael Devine, who uh, you should go follow. He's a master painter, and he's really funny, great guy. Shouts. He shout, shouts, shouts, shouts. Uh, what did he post the other day? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like, "Here's some advice, you know. Not like no matter what, at 10 a.m." Take off your pajamas and put on real pants. Dude, capital real pants capital R, capital so P. It's yeah, important. important. Get ready Wear real day. pants all day, and then six seven yeah. p.m. when you're ready for bed, put your pajama pants back six, on. If you do, if you do full pajama pants and work from home, it, it does something you like to your your, your your brain. Yeah, and, and work. Mm-hmm. yeah, you just turn into like. Speaking of not wearing pajama Nosferatu, pants, Nosferatu, you know, just like <laughs> I don't want to pull back the curtain too much, but we showed up here at uh, <laughs> to, and, uh somebody had pajama pants on still. <laughs> well, I suffer from morning insomnia, so I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Mm. It's a, we'll let it slide. You take a nap. Usually, he's dressed by then. Yeah. Usually, I, yeah, I, I dress and shave and everything. Yeah. That, that is an important tip, especially for like artists and people working at home. Yeah, like suit up for your work day well, and try to give yourself a schedule especially if it's a new thing for mm-hmm. you or like mm-hmm. let your or force yourself to go for a walk or a run or if you don't have a gym or if you don't have trails and like when are you going to eat when are you going to or else you start to just everything kind of mushes together yeah, into yeah this, you get lost in the sauce like, what baby. was i doing again <laughs> oh, maybe i'll have a cup of tea and like oh maybe i want some grapes or, <laughs> yeah. and then you just get distracted by like yeah, if we could give anything to the young artists uh, listening to this, it's uh, you need a, that clipboard, you need mm. those lists, yeah. Yeah. and you need a big paper calendar in your house, mm-hmm. in wherever you make your art, and you write down the stuff from the list on the calendar, and then you do the stuff yeah. mm-hmm. on the day you wrote it down. This and honestly... Night and day change. Yeah. It, right? it really like, is. It yeah. is. It's yeah. a big change. It helps you get a lot of things done, especially in the future, and it's help us, like feel like we're going 90 miles a minute but no we're gonna get all those things done because it's a lot and you only give yourself a couple big things a day right and then Mm -hmm. you have all your small tasks and then allow yourself to be rewarded in our case it's kind of like once we finish everything we get to paint for the rest of the night or in the afternoon or you know you schedule planner painting or do something fun Mm -hmm. but um the schedule really helps a lot what else was I gonna say yeah Yeah. I I hope that people are are diving into themselves, you know, and learning how to regulate mm-hmm. their what, desires yeah. and watching your rhythms. Yeah. We all yeah. have these rhythms moving through us and watching that and learning how to find a healthy relationship with how you move throughout your day. And yeah, I don't know. It's like, have you guys been making a lot of art during yeah. this time? Yeah, but I was kind of like doing it anyway. I go through yeah. really productive phases and then kind of like, not so productive phases and mm-hmm. I, and uh, we were coming off of uh, our our time down in envision and i was super inspired by hanging out with our friend crystallize and uh i came home with all these new ideas and uh, so yeah. i was like i was slaying paintings for like a week yeah. and then, uh, well and also we had been working really hard for a show in la that we were sending a bunch of paintings to gonna right. photograph mm. some new things and release them so we had about and then we had another art show two other ones in april so end of March, April, two shows. We had a lot of stuff, a lot of pieces moving around, a lot of shit. Like it felt very full Mm -hmm. and a lot of traveling to do. So I was a little, even though I was really excited and grateful for all about all of those things, I was like, wow. Okay. Okay. So no plans. We might not make very much money, but Mm -hmm. for the first time in maybe six years, I'm like, oh my God, I can actually 
relax yeah. for a minute. Like uh-huh. we still have a yeah. million things to do. I look around like we have to fix our house. We still have mm-hmm. some shipments if we're lucky. We still have, you know, all these other things. But I can start like maybe in a couple of weeks I'll be able to actually answer Instagram yeah. messages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose yeah. We, we should <laughs> plug that. Eventually our spot here in Boulder will be set up for workshops but we have about two years worth of work we're gonna really start to work on our art workshop this summer and spring and see how much we can get done Mm -hmm. the actual outbuilding and yeah so we have been working really hard on fixing up our fixer upper a a mountain retreat on a cliffside in the mountains above boulder you can come here and make some art at some point yeah yeah so we've been working really hard that's what we did our art sale for Mm -hmm. um in the kind of late summer as we moved and we've just been fixing it's a fixing, lot of work fixing, yeah a lot everything, of work. everything yeah, needs takes to a, be loved you just you guys just bought a house too yeah it, yeah everything takes four days longer than than you it's anticipate. a lot and, oh yeah and even i i know i know shit about carpentry and and you know sheetrock now yeah. and it still is like one little four by four section you're like all right i better give myself till thursday on this right? because it's just and it's it's tough to balance like when you buy a house because you want to make it awesome so you can have people over and do cool shit Mm -hmm. and then balancing like we have full-time art careers too so like balancing because you only have so much creative energy like when you do a house project you're not going to get a lot of painting done like you're tired you know we try to have house days and mm -hmm, then and then other days painting like you know usually a project takes two to three days that we do in the house so we'll have like okay the next two to three days we'll do house and then you know that's a splurge of time and then mm-hmm. the next days are all art yeah and that's almost like i think as you go further down the art path it's almost cool to have a project outside of your art that you can yeah. work on and yeah. it's a different skill and then when you come back to your art you're just flooded with creative energy yeah you know and it's like in the early years of painting it's like i had to do it every day to like lock that shit in yeah but then at a certain point you kind of like have it and you, you it doesn't feel like you can really lose it yeah that makes sense like riding a bike riding yeah. a yeah. bike and a lot mm-hmm. of times we'll like work on the house and then after you know a long day of physical work you want to have like beer glass of wine and then we just end yeah. up painting again anyways mm-hmm. just kind of like an evening session which is fun yeah it's like dude during this corona thing I thought I was going to be busting out tons of work me too but I'm like quite frankly i'm not in the deepest creative wave right now and but what has been cool is allowing myself to just eat an edible and watch a movie at (laughs) night and like take a load off and actually relax also it's really strange man it's not like you know business as usual we're all glued to reddit going what the fuck is gonna happen next exactly like like it's not exactly a chill time if you if you have a high-paced job at a at a at, at some tech place yeah and you get to go home and collage then yeah i can see mm-hmm. you chilling out a little bit but we got a salary yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i know it's it's something i try not to think about too hard because i know everyone's in the same position but you know the longer this lasts the the scarier you know it will get and mm-hmm. well you know we don't want to like let your mind go there because i think that yeah. there's a lot of power in just knowing that we're humans we'll figure this out mm-hmm. like we have a community we have friends and and people that will will figure it out yeah well it's like the attitude of um instead of being terrified of the unknown because there's a big unknown in front of us yeah. instead of being terrified seeing it as there's tremendous opportunity in that unknown yeah and keeping a sense of optimism and being just open to opportunity and yeah for doing something different or new or you know like 
Yeah. And I meant we as like the collective, we yeah. not just me and Randolph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, so what, what is, I know we've kind of danced around this. Is there been, what's the biggest change for you guys? For the Corona stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, gosh, yeah, we live in a sort of mountain retreat. So when we were going to the supermarket once a week, we were stocking up anyway anyway yeah. so like even just even just that feels like i felt i was all embarrassed when i went to the store because i'm like it looks like i'm hoarding i'm like no this is how we always get food because <laughs> yeah, we <right>. live <laughs> um when you but get the, snowed in our place is made to be stocked up it's made to yeah. not leave luckily yeah. um mm-hmm. as long as you know power and things remain because our well pump needs to be someday we'll have solar I think, yeah, yeah, um, just, you know, I I like science and stuff anyway, I think, uh, but uh, just, I think it's on your mind, right, just the idea. Um, All right, here's a a little anecdote. Um, I had, uh, like, some periodontal problems, and I had um, all the, so when you, when, if you, when you, (laughs) when you eat food, tiny bacteria go onto your teeth and then eat the particles of food, and then they stick to it like a coral reef, right? Mm -hmm. And then once the coral reef is down, then bigger, nastier bacteria can go live on that, and you get plaque in your mouth. And they're literally little bugs. And when you floss, you scrape that coral reef off. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was telling my friend that I got these the bugs scraped out of my mouth and she was like, ew, I don't have bugs in my mouth. And I was like, and, and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, actually, yeah, you do. You have, you have millions of, Mad you have bugs. a whole rainforest <laughs> and coral reef of bugs in your mouth. And it's an ugly thought and for some people and, and you don't usually think about that. So that's what the Corona's done for me is I'm like feeling the, ecosystem. Yeah. 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 The, just the, yeah, the biome yeah. that's on mm-hmm. you all the time. You're, you know, your armpit will smell a little different day to day. Yeah. There different. were generations yeah. of, of <laughs> animals that, that, isn't you know, it? It's bacteria. The whole gas. Jurassic yeah. period for them just happened. And well, then. it's, it, it also points <laughs> to the, the idea that like, you're not just a, the solid entity. You're more like a process of life. Yeah. yeah. And rather you, than, yeah. rather than being like, you know, on one level you are Randall or on one level I am Andrew. But like on another, you're just this fluctuating process of biology. Yeah. You're a continent. Yeah. You're a you're, whole continent. Yeah. Aren't you more bacteria cells than you are human cells? Apparently, but I don't really I've heard I don't have it. A, a strong understanding of that. Yeah. Uh, we can we can go ahead and say it is. We're just <laughs> yeah. friends. That might be one of those cute uh, things that people like to say that, that may not be true. I, yeah. I I know you have a lot of bacteria. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think a a big difference uh, for me has probably just been like an unexpected yet not that surprising for some reason Mm -hmm. change, potential change in lifestyle for at least for the next year. You know, we were talking to our friends from Australia and like, oh, I wonder when will they open the borders back up? Mm -hmm. When will it be safe? Like Mm -hmm. when they have a vaccination, then are people going to get the vaccination? Is this going to... And then there's other like problems with what's the next you know disease and are we going to have different protocols for Mm -hmm. as a earth as a globe that we share people around which is beautiful and amazing Mm -hmm. that's one thing but also things like we love and we get to do every year and see friends electric forest like is that going to happen like yeah i I go see my family around then and Mm -hmm. so it's been kind of a question mark yeah it's a question mark so that's been a and just money 
Yeah, that's yeah. a big question mark, money, and for sure. everyone's scared to spend money right now. Art's mm-hmm. definitely not a necessity. Yeah, right. it's a luxury. Um, it, it's a luxury it's, in a way. I think, and personally, for whether you're making your own art or looking at art or looking at something brightly colored, like mm-hmm. there is a stimulation that happens mentally yeah. and emotionally that does make a difference in people's lives that may, so they might not even know. So it's like visual medicine. But I'm biased. Yeah, we're a little you biased. <laughs> yeah. But I really do think that there is a difference there, like at least having some mm-hmm. art in your house somewhere yeah. to take your mind. It's part of a balanced sensory diet. Good, yeah. art, good art. Yeah. Yeah. What about so, you? What's been uh, the biggest change for you, John? Hmm. Well... You know, like not a ton has changed. Uh, Like, to be honest, it felt like there was an event every week. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it was really burning me out socially. Yeah. Like, I don't have a gigantic social tolerance. And it's just like, okay, here's this art show, then this art show, Mm -hmm. and that one, and then we're doing this. And it was like, that stuff is like a little overwhelming to me. So it's kind of nice that it's just taken a little bit break yeah like it it really bums me out for art galleries and everything like that that they can't conduct business but i was just feeling kind of overwhelmed by the amount of things i like and then i was feeling bad about not attending this one yeah i gotta go to this one (laughs) or even feeling bad about not wanting to go even though you do want to go but there's like the anxiety of going Mm -hmm. that you always have and it could be a little draining and yeah you know like i'm really grateful for those things but it was just feeling like a lot and i wanted a break but I didn't want the break to be, this. <laughs> you know, like this pandemic that's killing people. Yeah. Uh, but, and then, you know, besides that, it's pretty, my lifestyle hasn't changed too much. Uh, mm. It's kind of, you know, I started getting into yoga, so it's a bummer. I can't go there and see all those nice people and practice together. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, you know, it's just, there's just like a weird feeling in the air. Like, yeah. I feel weird. Yeah. I feel weird, too. Mm. Yeah, like, I don't... The whole f- time, it's hard to yeah. focus creatively in a way. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I haven't been able to get into, like, even in long painting sessions, like, the depth yeah. I can usually get to, and I don't know if that's... Yeah, I can't get that depth either. It's, like, very surface level, and I get bounced out... And distracted. ...early. Yeah. yeah, so it's just, like, um, it's a time of feeling like slightly unfocused, but generally, I generally feel okay from my perspective. Um, yeah. You know, like... And I'm bummed for people that their family members are sick and people that are having a hard time, you know, it's like sad, but I'm also just feeling hopeful. Uh, you know, I was like talking with my mom on the phone the other day and we were just saying like, you know, uh, moms don't have to go to work and they're like, they have to stay home with their kids. She sent me this meme, like, you know, like people that, I don't know, it was something along the lines of nobody will ever ask again what a, uh, stay at home mom does or something like that. You know, it's like, (laughs) totally. Yeah. So I I don't know. It seems like a good opportunity for the world to connect or I don't know, make sense of who they are, what they're doing at home, but we appreciate what they typically do. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate. Yeah. It's an opportunity like, yeah. To appreciate the freedom that we have to just go here or go there and congregate and, it's like we were talking about like it does put a lens on the best of of humanity Mm -hmm. in a way that there were all these really great people out there killing it every day and no doubt a sea um it's a cool way to check in like how how much were we killing it like if you're freaking out right now like you 
you probably weren't killing it. You know, <laughs> we, we all talk about these things like wellness, you know, like eating well and exercising mm-hmm. and meditating. And like, this is where it gets put to the test, you know, yeah. through these hard times is like, can you, can you hold it together? Can you maintain presence and optimism in these difficult times? It's like, this is where the rubber meets the road, so to speak with Definitely. all this, with all this wellness training, we all, you know, say flowery words about when we're feeling good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm hesitant to get political, but I just, <laughs> I feel like it's an intense year for that. Fucking props <laughs> to my man, Bernie Sanders, who dropped his presidential race and went right into coronavirus fucking, uh, yeah. you know, full coronavirus help mode. Yeah. I didn't know that happened. You know? Well, I mean, they're still, he's still oh, running okay. for president. Okay, okay. Yeah. I but you they, 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 they changed direction with yeah. this whole campaign. is just like, let's get these people... Health care. Yeah. 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 Like he was saying that anyway. Oh, I'm yeah, so yeah. glad mm-hmm. because that's. But now he's like, I, you know, seriously. Yeah. Uh, and that, Joe Biden vanished for a week. <laughs> and he then, had to get some sleep, I think. Yeah. <laughs> sleep, just sleepy Joe. He had yeah. the Rona. I just, God. you know, what, what is it? Uh, uh, the, if you're middle class and lower class, I just cannot understand. Just listen to the man. Listen to Bernie Sanders. What, he's, he doesn't say anything that isn't in your best interest. Right. I, I don't know. I, 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 uh, well, plus, like... I don't understand the Bernie hate that you see online. It's like, what are you talking about? Aren't you broke? Like, <laughs> he's trying to get you money, man. <laughs> trying to make it a little yeah. easier. Uh, yeah. Well, just like Trump, you know, they they kind of pride on these ideas that are extreme and are their uh, expression of like what their direction is, but the, how much they can accomplish as president is always mm. completely different than, and it kind of is like, you know, you deal with what comes up and you move forward with the plans that you think are most important. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right. I think even more than forgiving student loans right now, getting healthcare for all Americans is the most important thing. Right. If you don't have it, which I just, found out from the state of Colorado I'm losing my Medicaid March 31st. Oh, shit. Yeah. And yeah, I was I like, really? Now you're you're dropping me? Yeah. Now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just do your taxes? No. Oh. I didn't. And I'm doing my taxes so I can re... Like, they're now extending you 60 days so I can apply for, like, financial aid insurance, kind of, like a discounted yeah. insurance. But mm-hmm. I still have to do my taxes first. So. Yeah. Do you guys, can you explain to me what the whole I don't understand exactly the distinction between uh f- police fire department libraries not being socialist and 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 why we don't include healthcare in that healthcare in those why why don't why don't why isn't the I, I fire mean, department privatized first first thing that comes to mind um is well there's a lot of interest in in keeping healthcare privatized from the insurance companies to maybe and just the, the pharmaceutical insur- companies. And the pharmaceutical it's the whole companies. thing based on business where they're all jerking each other off and making tons of money. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. it, it, this huge. goes back to what you're talking about. Like we're just figuring things out, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, and it's like, yeah, we can be upset with the state of affairs, but we're trying to figure things out, you know, <laughs> like if we get off on different tangents, yeah, the collective yeah, I, does. I mean, this tangent to me seems like, just a very uh, selfish one. I How think. did we figure public schools out? 
like every other. We could figure it out. Every other first world country has, has healthcare. There's still private citizens. schools if you want to pay for those. The, exactly. So it can be like that. Why can't there be public know? health and then private health? I, I just don't understand what the hang up is. Yeah. It yeah, shouldn't be $130,000 to uh, spend four days in the hospital if you need it. Well, and the yeah. problem with insurances, too, is like you pay a ton of money for insurance and then you still have to pay when you go to the doctor. You still get stuck with a huge bill. Right. Mm-hmm. That's just like kind of taking some off the top. Yeah. And it just, it, the system isn't working. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us have like <laughs> solutions, more just like what we want to see happen. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just want people to be okay. And yeah. it's like, I, you know, what's next free food for starving people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like, like we can model it after, you know, other countries who have done this. It's not like we're trying this brand new thing right. or reallocate people that are doing stuff and people are going to make less money. It's mm-hmm. true. That's going to happen in that industry and people are going to be pissed, but also, not as many people are going to die because they felt like they couldn't go to the hospital because they couldn't afford it. Also, if you if you have a citizen who is healthy and has more money in their pocket, they are going to spend more money. It's not like it's going to like destroy the econ- economy to have a healthier populace, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so man, we're <laughs> I don't know. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Also, yeah, in, in a lot of ways. But I'm it comes sure. down to it. I just don't know. It's like, yeah, I, like personally, I just try to be a nice person and a good member in my community. And I don't know. Like, I'm of the. I'm not like very politically minded person. I'm more of the mind of like, you know, the <laughs> the starts with having a clean room, and mm. taking stock of myself and just trying to be the best member of my community that I could be. Yeah. I'm could, not politically minded either, but I'm trying to share our art. I'm trying to, you know, connect with other artists online, yeah. trying to get to the memes and the porn, you know, and you gotta go <laughs> yeah. through all this Trump bullshit to get to those cool things. Yeah. It makes it fun. Maybe yeah. you'd be bored if it wasn't there, you know, maybe it makes it like a fun game for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think, yeah, you know, there wouldn't be any, uh, I don't know. Glory may not be the right word, but, glory without the challenge of of bullshit like yeah i earlier. i probably wouldn't know 75 percent of what's going on in the world if i didn't have randall because i <laughs> just don't i mean you know i'll check in if, if like you know i went down to the grocery store and heard that they closed the university from yeah. this lady it's like oh yeah you got to stock up and i was like oh yeah a couple you know a few weeks ago i wouldn't have necessarily known because I try to leave the the whole what's going on in the world and, and fights and Trump like out of my general vicinity for the most part. I'm, I'm not like trying to shut the world out, but yeah. right. I, you know, let it in in little bits because I don't want to be consumed by it. And I'm, I feel like I'm kind of sensitive and it just yeah, same can here. feel yeah. heavy on me and, uh-huh. and it can disrupt my... Yeah. What if you did that on purpose where you like, you, you purposely ignore... Tell all your friends, don't tell me anything. Purposely mm-hmm. ignore the upcoming election mm-hmm. and go into the next year not knowing who the president of the United States is. <laughs> <laughs> try, though. Just try because you hear it, it everywhere. Because I mean, what is funny... Could, I, don't, I mean, you'd have... Unless we're in quarantine. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that would just be a fun experiment, right? Right. And and your life wouldn't change one bit. Yeah, right? Like right in front of you. You'd probably be richer. Yeah. Do you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You'd probably be able to focus on on things that you could affect and you could Mm -hmm. change maybe about yourself or about, you know get creative with ways you make money or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Cause yeah, I wonder about that. It's a lot. like, yeah, I wonder cause yeah. Like if you totally tune out, like, yeah, you're curious about how much a responsibility you have to pay attention to the world and its problems. But like, yeah, what can you do is what I'm but, yeah, like, if I can't like really false... do that much, mm-hmm. then, you know, I guess it's nice to know in a social setting, but if I can't physically do something to help it and I'm already, you know, trying to, do my own part in my own life to help in the ways that I know. And I'm always mm-hmm. looking for other ways or better ways or, and that's kind of what I seek out what I need to know for my day to day life as I'm yeah. gardening, as I'm building a terrace, as I'm like exactly. we're building whatever we need to, yeah. or trying to, uh, you know, transplant local plants or mm-hmm. things like that. And when you dive straight into yeah. only using the internet for that, I feel like, you can feel a little bit more clear. Maybe have one mm-hmm. day a week well, during the quarantine yeah. that you watch the news or you look at the news. It's yeah. almost like the more you pay attention to the news and stuff, are you allowing them to harvest your creative energy, your attention? And spread fear and, inside of you. Yeah, and you could better use that time to like love the people around you and to make cool art and share those gifts with the world and contribute to, you know, like beam out love and peace. And instead of sacrificing your life's energy to problems you can't do shit about and then you know you waste your time with mental battles inside of yourself mental battles with, with other people yeah and it's like where is that balance you know yeah yeah it yeah, might be a good challenge to like for the rest of you know until your town opens up restaurants again like well you know you're stuck inside yeah you right. don't really need to know much else besides you know yeah like maybe learning how to cook some stuff watching some recipes and then just focus on some projects that you want to work on yeah you could make delicious food and renovate Mm -hmm. your house and make a cool painting instead of just being at home being like trump said this now (laughs) yeah (laughs) can chat or or skype you're you're talking about like where's the balance in that and Mm -hmm. for me i guess i'm not saying that anyone else should do this but you know when i see people online being like ah this isn't that bad it's you know the flu kills more people per year and I'm just going to go out and not social distance and it's my right, blah, 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 blah. It's like, where's the line there? Like that person is obviously not informed. Yeah. And, but are you going to, but, and so I guess each person has to make the decision whether or not to engage with things that they know to be like, a little bit behind the curve of understanding mm-hmm. of what's going on. There's got to yeah. be a handful of people in the world who have no idea this is going on. Oh, at for all. sure. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a really interesting thought, like right? Way out in the deep of the Amazon. Yeah. The or the, Amazon those homies on that first. Those that island outside of India. Yeah. That they don't kill the uh, Bible thumper guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I shouldn't probably, laugh. That's not nice. <laughs> they probably have no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, not just them though. There's probably what, you know, I don't know, a few thousand when, people like, in the world who like have risk, no idea. Really? Yeah. Probably yeah. Not. I mean, there's there's been isolated tribes in the Amazon for who knows how long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they have some visitors per year, maybe. Right. And just got dope gut flora just hanging out. Yeah. All balanced in the brain chemistry. Yeah. Having a good time. Earth under <laughs> their bare feet. Yeah. But I think fresh air. You know, like 
back to that point, like people on Facebook that are saying like, I'm just going to go out and live my normal life. Like I, I err on the side of like my mission in life isn't to like tell people what they should do. My, like my role in life is to be the version of what I think a, a nice, loving, responsible person does. And like, that's how you change the world. It's not like, if you see some dummy saying dumb stuff, being like, you're wrong. Like, cause it, yeah. you, you don't know? have to be like, you're wrong. You can, there's a way to have like a good tone of voice and be like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like here's a lot of data on this. I don't know if that's the wisest thing to do. Yeah. Leading them to, to uh, another solution. Not rather than just saying like, anyone's wrong, just not providing every, another solution. Right. Not yeah. every discussion on Facebook is the most productive for sure. <laughs> yeah. But then again, not every discussion just ends in argument and resentment and bad feelings. Like you I'm of the belief that you can change someone's mind and through social pressuring if you have to change someone's behavior. I mean, you look at like the Me Too movement. Like that changed behavior for a lot of people, I would imagine. Gentle education. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like when the town I grew up in, like littering was pretty common. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm 45 years old. So like, I don't even, there were definitely not recycling bins. Right. Public. I'm not sure there were garbage cans everywhere. People (laughs) just kind of littered a little more in the early eighties, you know? Sure. And I did too. I smoked cigarettes. I would flick the butts out, you know, just right on the... And I met this guy when I was like 17. He was giving me a ride. Mm -hmm. And he let me smoke a cigarette in his car. And as I went to go flick it out the window, he was, uh, you know, kind of hippie-oriented, nice guy. And he said, hey, man, um, could you put that out in my ashtray and I'll throw it away later? I don't like to see cigarette butts on the side of the road. Mm. And my mind went... Like, and, and I was old too. I was 16, 17, you know, yeah. and, I, and I was yeah. like, whoa, don't litter. Wow. I think I'm not going to litter. That's a right. great idea. I'm tired of looking at this right. shit all over the road. Right. So, but he said it so friendly and so nice that, mm. I, that, and that was, that's how my life was changed yeah. in that it's, moment. Like, it's all about tone. It was yeah. from, yeah. from yeah. a place of love, yeah. Yeah. a place of yeah. respect for the earth. Right. Something yeah. that simple. And respect yeah. for the person and their opinion or how they came to believe that right. because you don't know yeah. where exactly. they got that from. And, and and to insult that they don't have you know a well-thinking mind to have that opinion. Mm-hmm. It's right. like, well, it's you cool. don't have to just jump into attack mode. Yeah. yeah, and there's not always right answers to things. That's yeah, true. a lot of us don't really know what the fuck is going on or why we're here <laughs> at all, right. you know? So yeah, that's true, that's why I'm, I, That's why I'm always, like, tentative, I guess, to, like... Because it's hard to know if you're right a lot of the time. There's so many data streams everywhere, and it's, like, it's... I, like, I don't know. Why are we even here? Like, what are we even yeah. doing? You know, like the whole game is like, it's, you know, nobody knows what the fuck is happening. Like, well, like even, what is this? All you can say is that something's <laughs> happening and that yeah. whatever you think of as yourself is having an experience yeah. at any moment. Well, that's it's, yeah. Everything that's and happening is happening inside of awareness. Right. There's nothing that's happening outside of your awareness. And there's also... 
Right. <laughs> so many. And that's all we know. And you don't have and, free will and you don't exist. But you, you know, we'll get to that later. <laughs> it's deeper. Well, and you also like don't always do things the same way. There's no right way. I mean, we mm. all come out with things that we all call paintings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But how we get to that end result. Yeah, like we could the actual paint. process yeah. is is very different sometimes. Like yeah, definitely. You, like you and I, we both all you guys like. Yeah. I don't like we both make paintings, but it couldn't the way we achieve it could not be more different. Right. Mm. It's, it's crazy, slightly right? more different, but it's yeah. still very different. Yeah. yeah it's strange. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, the, the, the application, the thickness, the type, the everything. And going if you even take it back to your past, present and potential futures of the person that's making the painting and then it gets really weird, you know, <laughs> or it gets really different. Oh yeah. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like how you used to approach a base or how you, like I try and can, we change things up, I think quite a bit. Yeah. Do you, do you find your technique changing as you get deeper into painting? Yeah, certainly. How so? Um, oh man. Well, when I was starting out, I was real careful. I worked up from, complicated drawings and uh i wasn't very good with a brush Mm -hmm. um and i would like overwork and really you know um i I don't know i i've been afforded thank god uh a little bit of experimentation uh, recently so now i'm just kind of interested in the sort of just like being as, as hokey as it sounds, just being in the present moment in yeah. front of the canvas yeah. and seeing um, if I can find flow and like, balance there rather than um, trying to do, you know, uh, my Guy Fox 2012 painting that will, mm. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's not, it isn't naive, but I, I was super amped uh, 10, 15 years ago on, um, on be, you know, brand new being in the festival scene and um, the potential for all this stuff, you know, psychedelics and art to save the world, and right. all we have to do is compost, you know, and, <laughs> and just because of like uh, you know personal experiences and get it's more it's more nuanced than that and more complicated than that, and so now instead of uh, trying to do these kind of uh, trumpet blasts of information to throw a beacon out to people and get them to come to Burning Man or whatever. I don't know. I had a different agenda. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just, you know, like save yourself, save the world, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. instead of like actively trying to make a painting that's saving the world, I'm just working on yourself. I'm just work. Yeah. I just want to love mm-hmm. Morgan and love me as much as I can and, and then find that flow. Yeah. It brings out know? a much different energy, different, different tuning fork, different frequency. Yeah, and it's like, did you find, um, like, I found just as I go along the path, you know, like I'll have some days maybe where I'm depressed, and I'll look at old work, and I'll be like, man, I can't do that anymore. Like, I'm not grooving on that yeah. energy anymore. But I love that though. Yeah, yeah. Your own paintings yeah. can like really blow your mind. Right? Like, right. like something that for three years you're like oh that piece of crap Mm -hmm. and you just hate it or whatever and then you look at it three years later and you're like 
moved to tears because it's the coolest weird. fucking yeah. painting. You're, you see it from a different way. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I wish I had uh, my journal from high school to mm-hmm. look at that now, <laughs> right. even though, it, yeah. you know what well, I'm saying? It's painful like, yet. Yeah, and painful and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess like in some way it's painful, but then in another way, yeah, it is beautiful because you have you've changed as a person yeah. and yeah. you can look back at like this era on your life and how you're integrating with it. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I've had a, I've had like a weird difficulty with like letting go of parts of what, what I was doing too. Hmm. Strangely well, enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does transform, but it's like your art growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, or it, just growing. It's just always going to change as yeah. you change. And, mm-hmm. That's yeah. the great thing about it. It'd be kind of stale if you just did the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we might be more successful if we did, did the same thing over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> that know, bothers though. me a little know. bit. I, I, I could just, I could be more successful if I, mm. if I just could did, you a, did, just did a Rick and Morty, uh, you know, painting and did it. Successful in what way? Yeah. What is success? totally different. So, you know, yeah, you, you mean like larger selling audience, prints more money. and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the other side but of that, though, you'd, that's you'd not be like, ah, I just did a Rick and Morty painting and I don't really give a shit about it. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, I love Rick and Morty. That show is by the way, dope. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but I, you know, but the, you know what I'm everyone, saying? Yeah, yeah, who, yeah, does cartoons, does a Rick and Morty painting. Yeah, well, that, that is an interesting question for yourself. Like, what is success to you, you know? And personally, it's um, the more peaceful my life gets. That, yeah. that is success as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Contentment Word. is the ultimate <laughs> human goal, I think. Being content. Mm-hmm. And being able to support yourself. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah which is part of contentment. Like, not yeah. being like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, right. where am I going to get this money? Or, you know, feeling like, okay. It's going to happen. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I have food. I have friends. I have love. I don't need to be rich. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, you like community like there's simple yeah. things if we can and make thing it is, simpler and if you foster and you have a great group of friends you are wealthy like infinite wealthy you know like if you cultivate friendships and you're a nice person you know it's like you'll never be on the street if you have really great loving friends like true that your, your group of friends it's like a collective wealth it's like you social know? wealth yeah mm-hmm. totally well, i Social think sometimes we're really we're all really lucky because i think sometimes people have we are you know they go to college maybe not where they're from or they move somewhere else and then mm-hmm. you have the people at your job who you see and that's kind of a, your ba- base for your social network yeah and then right now yeah everyone's separated yeah i've been yeah, i've be been tough. calling people a lot yeah. more mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. facetiming and uh uh, connecting with with some good friends that I don't speak to as much, but now talking yeah. to a little more. I should do that, huh? Just yeah. call some old friends, see how they're holding up, how they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's really nice. Um, I like to get drunk and, and go on Facebook chat and hit my old <laughs> yeah. friends. I'm like, "Yo, are you up? I haven't talked to you in 17 years." You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my. It's fun. Try it. It's it fun. is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's it's great in a way because you know, it just reminds you that you're connected to people, regardless of, of really people you know. Um, even if it was in the past, you can kind of transcend time and space with those people that you actually formed like a solid connection with at one point. I don't mm-hmm. think that that really goes away unless there's something you know, really bad that happens, but, but, uh, 
yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting to to see that and see see your wealth uh, uh, through the lens of, of friendship and mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good scene. The one we're in, you know. Yeah, uh, we're real lucky, by the way. We're not competitive artists. If you make art, you're our friend, and mm-hmm. uh, you know we're we're try like if we we all you know if we find a better group of people, we'll go hang out with them. <laughs> I always say that. Like, yeah. and uh, I've been all over the place, and and the you know, I don't know, this community of artists is particularly, uh, mm-hmm. we're worldwide and, worldwide and love tribe. the worldwide yeah. love tribe. Yeah. It's not yeah. just artists. I mean, there's other people, other, you know, overlapping professions in there too. I'm well, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Weren't, weren't we just talking about like, like, um, like you, or you, yeah, it was you and me, John. Like you were, you were trying to find the best people and the and the mo, you know, living the right path. Mm-hmm. Um, or rather, you you know, you wanted to be an artist first, and then yeah. you realized, oh, actually, I was looking for your yeah. friends. I thought I was looking yeah. for the best life. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I thought I wanted to be like the dopest artist in the world, but really, yeah. what I was doing was creating gigantic billboard advertisement <laughs> advertisements of like do you want to be my friend do you know what? like yeah. and the real what art really did was like when i found art i was like i found art and i was like this is the thing but over time i've realized what art really is doing is connecting me to beautiful people yeah, right. yeah. and it's this it's a great icebreaker with people too yeah. absolutely this yeah. fun image is like oh the cool. first time yeah. i went and hung out with alex gray and the, the at the omega institute like back in 2000 two or three i took a workshop there with a hundred artists dang and like me and my brother and my whole group of friends that i grew up with like they you know we could draw some comic books or something but art when i went when i was around that many artists i was yeah. like oh snap right. yeah. <laughs> like this is this is this is hot this uh-huh. is a hot time like and depending on the kind of art that you're into or you know if it's this you know type of visionary psychedelic kind of scene or if it's painting landscapes i mean you can find a community right in that because if you're interested in the same kind of visual language and you're probably going to have a lot in common exactly right. yeah. or at yeah. least like be able to get along it, based on that right. you're, you're going through the same shit like yeah. if you're painting yeah. landscapes you're both sitting outside by yourself <laughs> studying you studying nature. life yeah. light moving and you like to yeah. connect with nature yeah yeah if i'm like close this. to art and you're close to art we're already close together <laughs> yeah you know? yeah well, that was like, uh, we just did that podcast with Laura Nova, who yeah. I met. And like the first time I ever hung out with artists was your guys' art workshop like five years ago. And I remember that that first yeah. time hanging out with a group of artists for three or four days or something like that. It was amazing. It was like, I don't feel alone or weird anymore. Like these are my people. That's the best thing about the workshops is like a lot of, we know too that something really special is going to happen that week for people because a lot of artists are maybe taking a workshop for the first time or second time or they're only artists in their group of friends and they came kind of alone and they're nervous. By the end of it, you're just in a room with a bunch of like-minded individuals who you can like grow and, and create with and mm-hmm. everyone ends up getting so close. Yeah, it's it's, it's super powerful. You, be, you become like greater than the sum of the parts or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I... I as a teenager, I went and hung out. We played softball, all my friends and stuff. We would play softball on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fist fights would break out sometimes. And <laughs> yeah. it was like people, you know, <laughs> drinking beer and, and, I don't know, just being, being rowdy. And mm-hmm. 
fist fights don't break out at art workshops typically <laughs> no. you know like <laughs> even if and we, i was like sometimes, yeah sometimes if, if on anything, a special night yeah. we bring out a box of wine mm-hmm. if anything <laughs> yeah. it's an influx of hugs and like telling tears. each other how great each other is <laughs> yeah great. tears of joy which is a fun practice it's really like a fun practice to tell your friends aspects about them that you like it's really cool and um, yeah uncommon i think mm-hmm. you know for for a lot of people yeah, it's right. kind of weird to tell your coworker that you really love the way that they uh you know do whatever you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean oh, like, gotta, mm-hmm. yeah like, i don't know if, whole, if, whole. if jim at the gas station is like really hip to you say like give him <laughs> compliments you know and like it's a it's a perfectly loving perfectly normal thing to, to yeah. compliment your friend right you know like yeah, like just carving that out more in a way. I don't know. It's like, it's some, well, it's easy with people you spend the most time with, right? To just kind of, you sort of almost in a way take them for granted and you just do what you do. But yeah, to every once in a while, just to even just take a moment to be like, hey, like, you know, it's really nice that, I don't know, every time you come over, you bring like a nice snack. Like, yeah. I don't know, or something like yeah. that. Or like, well, I when I, I, I worked at, the IBM factory through my early twenties and, and, uh, shouts to any of you guys, uh, who are listening to this, that old crew. And there was a good crew. We really liked each other. Some of us were really good friends. And, mm-hmm. but the only reason we were hanging out was because we needed money. Yeah. And yeah. the only place to get any decent money where I grew up was this giant factory, mm-hmm. you know? And like at the end of the day, that's like kind of thin slice of bread to yeah. be putting your, yeah, <laughs> put your, your butter eggs, on. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like then, then, but then you know, yeah. Like to hang out with people, and the reason you're hanging out is this centuries-old expression of the human spirit called right. art. Um, it has a little more, yeah, a little more mm-hmm. lather to it. <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong with that with that crew, you know, for or all the crews out there, right. restaurant yeah. crews. You can you can. Well, you still maintain closeness too, but it's just something different. Mm-hmm. I think you put it beautifully. Yeah. So you were you were like one of the minions helping to uh, foster the um, technological <laughs> uprising. Yeah. Making computer chips, right? Yeah, I was uh, plating uh, silicon wafers with low alpha lead. <laughs> on the C4 plating machine. Wow. Yeah. It was like, you know, just above. I worked closely with uh, with real engineers, but um, I was just, you know, just two years of college. Like, uh, so I didn't have any, you know, specific degree for mm-hmm. it. But um, you had to be on your toes and kind of understand what was going on. Yeah. Um, working with lead, that sounds sketchy. Yeah, low alpha lead. They would like harvest. So like lead emits these like... Um, uh, photons or or something. It's like radiation. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, it can mess up something. computer chips. So so Science. what? Um, but you need lead <laughs> in order to solder them to the to the motherboard, right? So they would go and find these like submarines from World War II that had been at the bottom of the ocean for a while, and all of these um, particles had already been emitted. So this low alpha lead was like oh. super valuable, and so um, yeah, I even looked into getting a job with those divers uh, who go scrape up these like uh, that'd be pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Probably I mean, you're working with lead again, but you're covered in face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm getting paid a lot for that gig. I yeah, bet. yeah. It was pretty fascinating. I mean, I, you know, I did, I did enjoy it to an extent. Yeah, but um. There's also just a sense of purposelessness, and yeah, mm-hmm. um, I would do drawings on the uh, 
dry erase board at our, you know, and we would cross over from the night shift to the uh, day shift. And this, this one dickhead who works the morning <laughs> shift, he would just come in and, and without even saying hello, he would just like erase all the artwork I made on the board. <laughs> and then he'd go, okay. And like he did it, he just, he would see it sort of out of the corner of his eye and he would go, Oh no, nope! I can't <laughs> handle that. And he would just like erase it, no matter what it was. And what are you doing? Try to express yourself, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was always marveling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think it's temporary. Dry erase board. Yeah. yeah was, no, so I got a dry erase board for my house, and then I started when I was also doing. getting into meditation. I would I would do this whole elaborate drawing, and then immediately erasing. Go, oh yeah. And it's like <laughs> it's a way of uh, teaching myself. I'm the creator, and I'm so the actually, destroyer. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm actually grateful to that guy. Dickhead. And shouts to dickheads. It's kind of cool to practice that too, because sometimes, you know, I think, especially people, if they don't usually draw, it's quick to frustration sometimes if they're mm. trying to draw something that doesn't turn out how they want, instead yeah. of just flipping, making things fast, uh, practicing just using the utensil or yeah. expression or making something ugly, like mm -hmm. just... Letting, that's a nice thing about a dry erase board yeah. you can just doodle and erase yeah. it if you don't like it yeah yeah it's cool to like let go of expectations and just yeah. flow freely because you can carve out so many good ideas in that space yeah. just mm -hmm. like doodling you know yeah. mm -hmm. that's where i'm at with this new series i'm just like like I, i'm just really fascinated with like like um leaving something well enough alone if it's pretty mm-hmm and working on something until you think it's pretty. So if you've met, you know, each little section and like some of that raw stuff from the first pass, yeah. uh, I'm just like, man, that's, that can just that's stay so pretty. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's crazy how difficult that is to find that sweet spot, you know? Like, yeah. I'm getting real oh. fascinated with it. Cause it's like, it takes years of experience to really be able to, nail that shit and not, and, to, to do and less not, yeah and do not less. look unfinished exactly too. yeah yeah it's to like, look right mm -hmm. with less yeah so i want to take it back to that question like morgan how do how has your art kind of evolved or changed as you since you started since i started yeah like, um in a lot of different ways i mean i always oh there's like you know periods of time mm -hmm. that it just keeps changing i think it's hard as I started and you know in high school I loved to draw and I started I did maybe one or two paintings in high school I always did a lot of figures and a lot of layering mm -hmm. a lot of like combining different things and layers I think I still have elements of that except when I went to college I had a you know teacher who um taught figure painting who really she just didn't like women in general yeah. <laughs> um, she, and so she, she kind of like put a bad vibe on figure painting for she me. didn't like women she didn't like women <laughs> she like was not very she was not nice to women oh that's weird she didn't really like anyone yeah especially yeah. not women <laughs> sounds like a good but she was a, she was smart you know and and she and then so i started doing um abstract like mandalas my other painting teacher was abstract only i'd never done that before mm -hmm. and really studying like color and kind of like the vibrations of color and how it feels on your body when you have just color and geometry like taking up your whole visual space mm -hmm. so i got really into that for a while and that's kind of when i started doing live painting and stuff like that and they wanted me in college to focus on one or the other so you can't do because I wanted to do what I called geometriscapes, <laughs> yeah. like geometry with like a somewhat real world and trying to integrate it together. Like you know right. how you see the pattern 
you know. You see the pattern. We, we know what you're talking about. Yeah. At the peak of, uh, <laughs> and, of a mountain. And of always, a good day. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted to, like, somehow explore that idea of, like, everything kind of running through the same vein of life and of being, but but appearing separate and merging. And mm-hmm. so I think I'm still trying to do that with my bigger paintings, but... Yeah, on a grander, like, more nuanced, yeah, wise scale. Mm-hmm. But I still like doing, I think minis are a good way to explore both abstract and planned ideas. Yeah, dude, and minis are the shit. Yeah, it's just like kind of fun. You don't mm-hmm. have to set up too big. I like working on a bunch of different stuff at once. And when I get stuck, just moving on and moving on and moving on. So yeah. sometimes I'll have a few things going at once. And sometimes, you know, I'll spend a week on one painting that I'm into and then switch. But I'll do sometimes work on five paintings in a day. Whoa. If I feel like I just need to bounce around and keep working. Just mm-hmm. like popping from this one to that one. Yeah. And speaking of minis, uh, for the artist friends out there, this is super fun to do is get a group of your friends together and start oh, yeah. a mini painting and pass it around. Like we've been doing that a bunch. It's been a few weeks since we've done it, but it's so much fun. You just hang out, shoot the shit, you know, yeah. make like, I don't know, spend 15 minutes on a piece, pass it to your friend, mm-hmm. get another one around. And then they're like these grand mini collabs. Just make so sure you're fun. six feet apart. Yeah. Or, or you can mail them to yeah, each other. Yeah, we might have to wait on that you one. You can mail yeah. them back and forth and, yeah. and then well, sanitize when you get the mail. Yeah, What's yeah. that project that's been going on with DeviantArt for years? The, uh, the um, um, exquisite corpse or... Uh, I've heard of that. You fold a paper in half and do a whole elaborate drawing and send the other half and the person you only looks at the guidelines that are left on the, the yeah. edge, the edge oh. and then yeah. they do a whole drawing i nice. believe it's called exquisite corpse the, wow. the huh. i don't that know who awesome. um that's a fun project for artists to do right now yeah. Yeah. yeah start something and mail it to your homie and yeah do, do some fun telephone also, collabs even like live drawing with each other skyping and painting or mm-hmm. we've been doing amanda sage is doing the um 24 hours oh, yeah. zoom the vision, vision train, train. Yeah, yeah and we're kind of going pop in and shouts <laughs> switch uh, <laughs> off taking that over and get to all paint together and see what we're working on and um yeah that i think it's sometimes good to just open your computer and even if you don't talk for a while just having it's like having someone there in the room mm-hmm. oh yeah that's cool yeah, we should be seeing a lot more of that stuff. Yeah, more live streaming is. Yeah. It seems to be like I've seen a lot of people step up in this regard. Like, shouts to Patrick Boyle and Lost and Sound for for doing live streams. And uh, fuck, I can't remember the uh, the name of the event, but it's like it, it might be like a week long thing where they have a bunch of DJs paired with a bunch of VJs, like visual mm-hmm. oh, cool. artists. Um, God, I wish I could shout that out right now. I can't remember the name. But yeah, I'm I'm seeing a lot of good things in our community right now. People yeah. are stepping up in a big way and you know, getting back to how can I help the whole idea of how can I help. I mean mm-hmm. yeah, just keep keep being creative and, and taking care of your own uh mental space I think is, is a always a good rule of thumb. And then also, you know, if you're able to just blast that out on a live stream all the better hell yeah 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 i'm gonna start doing every friday at like 2 p.m mountain time it's called doodle with john i'm just gonna gonna hang out and doodle and just you know like people can ask questions and we just hang out and 
draw pictures, no expectations, just like getting to the core of just the joy of doodling. Cause it's like the foundation from which all, yeah, all a couple great of years ago, from. I did those little doodle dudes yeah, and I gave yeah. them away for you that whole month. And I, yeah, I did like a two hour, like doodle craze session. session. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, and then, uh, then you can download your Instagram live video and speed it up on your laptop. So you would get a really nice looking, uh, uh, time lapse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you, and, uh, what are you using for the doodle with John thing? Um, so it's, it's through my friends at soul 19 mm-hmm. yoga. And then, so it's like, it's free for their members to do it. And then I, I don't know if it's, I think it's five bucks or 10 bucks to be a part of it, mm. but we'll talk. And then the money actually goes to like, uh, Longmont, uh, kids without whiskers. <laughs> <It's> like, <yeah. laughs> kids without kids no. without whiskers. Yeah. Please donate to kids <laughs> without whiskers today. <laughs> I think it goes to like the food bank in Longmont for people like having a tough time with the oh, COVID nice. thing. So that's awesome. It's for a good cause, and then we yeah. can like you know it's a you know cheap fun way to hang out, and we can like just talk about art and have fun, and yeah, get in the groove. But yeah, yeah. Let's all get online and hang out. Yeah, um, right. Do those. Yeah. yeah, do those Zoom. Mm-hmm. The Zoom seems to to work pretty well. Dude, Zoom is booming, man. Yeah, they're yeah. having a good month. Well, <laughs> yeah. We need a nicer camera, though. My laptop camera I is, mine is wackadoodle. You could use your uh, phone. Like yeah, I, use your phone. I, I mean, yeah. I have to use my phone pretty much. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, or fortunately, mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, what about oh, technology? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, you know, we're people and we're always trying to become better versions of ourselves or whatever. Like what kind of, uh, self practices have you guys been fucking around with to try to find peace inside of yourself? Well, yeah, Andrew and me are on the mindfulness meditation tip. I could, um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, listener, if you, if you don't know who Sam Harris is, go give him a look on, uh, or, or, or you know, read the book waking up. Um, mm-hmm. He's unfairly touted as an atheist as his primary label, but yeah. uh, um, he's a neurophysicist and a, um, and uh, he has a PhD in philosophy and uh, neurochemistry. Neurochemistry, yeah, yeah, really interesting. You probably yeah already know. Anyway, he has a meditation app that is badass, and I've been uh, <laughs> meditating every day now for God the last two months. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's made a really big difference. I did meditate quite a bit back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I I, uh, I did myself an injustice by this kind of calm. You know, it's how you get, same way you get a beer belly, you know, like you're like, oh, yeah, I, I, I worked, you know, I work out. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, yeah, meditation, right. I know meditation, mm-hmm. and, you know, like I, I already meditated. And <laughs> <laughs> figured that, that, one, figured that one yeah. out. Yep. All so, good. <laughs> yeah, getting back into that. Uh, has has been super important um, mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, it's cool. Like from even just being your friend, you could see radical change in somebody that picks up a practice. You know, yeah. like any sort of focusing or present practice. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I highly, highly recommend the Waking Up app. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty great. <laughs> it's uh, uh, it's I'd say it's the the most like grounded non woo woo kind of guided meditation yeah for someone who who is not experienced with it like you know there's zen and 
you know, Vipassana and all that. But, you know, if you don't want to go the pseudo-religious route through through Buddhism, I think this is the best way. It's a it's it's pointed and it's not you know, there's no promises. All the fat's trimmed off. Yeah. It's Sam isn't a guru. He arrived, you know, I respect him so much because he arrived at mindfulness meditation via neuroscience and right. atheism. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he found, you know, in all of it, this very intelligent man's search for truth, he landed on this one thing. And he's like, yeah, this is the only thing that holds water. Mm-hmm. And um, I respect that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> through, yeah. through, well, like, yeah, and through his own line of inquiry, he arrived at, yeah, what many spiritual traditions are different from around the globe. They, it's basically sit, you know, and like to find that in your own way, instead of maybe just taking it for granted, he had to find it through his own path. But right. You know, it's like, it's kind of insane. You know, I've been meditating every day too, just sitting (laughs) and watching your thoughts, how much that radically changes everything in your life. Yeah. You don't have to believe everything you think. At that point. Just learning how to flex and uh, designate your awareness too is mm-hmm. a, um, or, you know, uh, it's a skill that we don't really practice much. Uh, yeah, right. It's like weight training for your mind. Yeah, you know, yeah, like that's a exactly. Mind. And yeah. and you can that shit can get super flabby. You can go decades <clears throat> lost in your own thoughts and never <laughs> yeah. reflect on the thinker. Mm-hmm. Um, and like thinking that it's just all these external forces that are influencing the way you are and the way you feel and mm, and mm. how you're thinking and and noticing that there is some interplay there and yeah, like you, it's how you relate to that yeah yeah mm-hmm. and and you do have a choice but you have to learn how to see it first right yeah in your brain exactly before it even happens mm-hmm. by the way anyone listening um, you can hit me up I have at least right now on the app I have a free month to give away. And, um, I don't know if you want people flooding your inbox, Randall, but, um, I have, if you want this app for free for a month, hit me up. I'll, yeah. give, well, I'll send the, you the link. You can get the introductory one for free and you don't yeah. have to pay anything. And, right. um, um, you can do those same five meditations for a month. Like, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. It's, uh, yeah, I feel like <laughs> Sam doesn't pay us. anything. You know, the, it's more about meditation than the app really like you could you can go anywhere and find whatever technique works for you Mm -hmm. or that you feel most resonating with but i I mean i i don't it's not like psychedelics where you're like yeah i recommend this to most people it's like i think nearly anyone would benefit from this practice perhaps oh, yeah. everyone yeah perhaps everyone especially if you're dealing with things like i think depression and anxiety being locked up at home when you're used to going exactly. out mm-hmm. exactly um i think it isn't even really exclusive good. from from whatever religion of your choice or belief right. of your choice or you can, any it could follow any anything yeah. you're into it doesn't it you doesn't, can pay attention to your breath mm-hmm. and it isn't going to hurt right. one bit it's, right. it's only going to make everything sharper and and uh yeah, it's, oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Speaking of breath work, another cool one too is, do you know Wim Hof? Yeah. yeah. W-I-M. He's a bad motherfucker. H-O-F. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has this 
uh, breathwork meditation on YouTube and it's like intense. You know, he takes you through like breathing in, letting go. Yeah, that will get you high. Dude, it gets you like fired up and then he'll make you stop and you push out all your breath and you're there and he's like, okay. And and this like weird energies in your body and he's like, he's like explaining scientifically like what is happening to like the chemistry in your body as it changes, but it's really powerful and interesting and fun. It's worth checking out. I thought I'd throw it out there. But uh, Morgan, what have you, what have you been doing for self-care? I mean, I guess... You go on hikes, like your do daily I hikes. Love, yeah. yeah, going down to the mm-hmm. creek, going for hikes, which is kind of like a, a walking meditation for me. Yeah. Um, through Randall's influence, I've been trying to remember to, especially before I like go into painting, sit and take some breaths with my eyes closed and like mm-hmm. set the space for being creative and... Um, I think a, a combination of, of physical exercise, uh, breathing and awareness and trying not to put too much pressure on myself in a way I feel like because there's so many canceled events, because there's so much of this, I need to be doing way more doing just to like cover my base. I naturally am like that. So I'm trying to just really relax and know that this everyone's in kind of a state of emergency, Yeah, like trying to ground myself and keep myself healthy and I want to paint and, and do stuff and I am, mm-hmm. but yeah, I am also noticing, like you said, that there is this kind of like mental fog over the, the whatever. Yeah. It's, it's right in the air. My... It's across the globe. It's yeah. It's yeah. a weird place. Strange spot. I'm yeah. going to commit uh, on microphone here to taking a little break on the news. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. check in five minutes for coffee. Is there mm-hmm. some emergency? And nope. then done yeah. for the day, or take yeah. three days off, or what have you. Yeah. But right? and that like, map of the coronavirus, that refresh, refresh, refresh. <laughs> what is that doing for anybody? You know, like yeah, yeah. and like really, it's like um, so. There's like new regulations, you know, like if if like some important regulations come out in your area or something like that, you'll get an alert on your phone. Oh yeah, you yeah. got that. Like last night. yeah, like you'll get that. So yeah, that's a that's a fun experiment to do in this time. Like a news, a media break. Yeah. 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 I did it the other day on accident. I just was like... (laughs) It's addictive, man. Yeah, I've been listening to this um, book on Audible called Name of the Wind. It's a really great um, novel. It's a kind of a nerdy fantasy novel. And um, I love those things. It's awesome. Um, (laughs) So I just kind of tuned into that and painted a bunch and you know did my meditation practice in the morning exercising is i've been i've been getting after oh, it yeah. you know? so yeah, like it really hit me helps. up on that push-up challenge or whatever <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it does help to just exhaust your body if you're stuck at home too or else just you're gonna have pent up, pent up energy yeah, yeah. And it clears out that anxiety and then you bit. can make a big meal and feel good yeah yeah i've been eating so much food. dude we got so we, like whenever that rush was on the grocery stores we were like all right we gotta stock up so we get a bunch of shit but then all i did was end up eating way more food than <laughs> i typically do <laughs> like the whole been, country just went out and got six bags of potato chips and, and ate, ate those shits all. on the first yeah. day yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. i have no self-control like if stuff's like if stuff's in my house like, <laughs> if there's beer in the house and snacks like i'm gonna have all of it uh-huh. yeah it's like i can't I don't know how to like pace myself when it's just right there. You just get a really bad stomach ache a few times. <laughs> I don't even it's get stomach good, aches, dude. You know? I can just 
I can just, just keep cramming it. You just <laughs> yeah. cram and lift. Yeah, you do you know, all these muscles, dude. Just burn right through it, man. You just gain mass. You just gain yeah. mass. Getting jacked. <laughs> burn it, eat it. No. Uh, yeah. Muma's been psyched. Yeah, she's yeah, got you guys around hanging out. Oh, Mumu is their yeah. cat. All the cats and dogs to give of the some world. Context. Yeah, yeah, they must be very happy. Yeah, the dogs must be super psyched. I know. Right? <laughs> they're good teachers <laughs> too. In on the cities. Yeah, they are good teachers. On this, not like, you know, Mumu doesn't care about the news. Yeah. And, and <laughs> she she's doesn't care about it. pretty content. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I like she taking wants a cue some love from her. Here and there. And then she. And to go outside. Yeah. And when it's food. nice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like cats. Yeah. Except for not mine. He just yells all the time. Getting in the sun is huge too, because oh even yeah, if, dude. you know, yeah, like that's a good point. even if you are exercising, I think getting some sunlight on your face is super important. Mm-hmm. Or, that well, vitamin yeah. D, you need it. When apparently, you know, like uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, she's real, she's super smart lady about supplementation and everything, and she was saying that uh, vitamin D is really good for like your, I don't know, like I have bad recall for respiratory stuff having vitamin d so yeah like get outside it's good for your health it'll protect yeah. you you know so what do we got real pants you put yeah. on your real <laughs> pants vitamin d. vitamin d slash yeah. sunshine vitamins meditate, meditate if you meditate. want to try to give yourself a schedule you know maybe you have even if you break it up into morning midday and evening mm-hmm. like okay in the morning i'm gonna meditate eat a good breakfast and exercise midday i'm going to you know this, this, and that. If you don't have a job, call your mom. Yeah. You know, call, definitely call your mom. Um, Eat some guacamole. Yeah. But it helps to have a bit of a schedule. It makes you feel like your life's not out of control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's like, it'll be interesting looking back on this time. We're going to talk about this for a long Forever. time. Forever. Yeah. Because yeah. we're like in the, we're just in the middle of it now. It's like this radical shift. You know, like, it hasn't been that long, really. Yeah. But now it's just like this new accepted reality. We're going to look back and be like, what the fuck? Like, wait. I think people may emerge kinder. I think it might be I good. hope so, I right? really hope so. I deeply, deeply uh-huh. hope that. Yeah. And why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's an opportunity. And like, you know, I, like, I, I love people. And, and I know everybody, everybody wants to be okay. Right. And yeah, maybe like a worldwide humbling event pushes people towards that, you know? I, I guess that's yeah. all you can hope for in a way. And right. a worldwide forced slowdown. Like I yeah. I really think that setting new patterns is really difficult, but if you have something to coordinate with it with, like <laughs> this quarantine or yeah. moving or it's uh, easiest to set a new pattern in times of transition and we were all going a million miles a minute before right. this. I think yeah. we all felt a little sense of like, oh my gosh, maybe yeah. I'm taking on too much, but I can do this. It's great. You know, mm. it's going to be fun. Right. And if the whole world steps back a bit, it's not just you. You yeah. don't have to feel FOMO. You, you, you have don't permission have to, to just chill out. I know. Yeah. And yeah. maybe it'll set a new pace for things. Right. You know, yeah. we're going to have to start back slower because it's all unknown. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a weird day once we like, do we just return to normal? Yeah. <laughs> it's like and it's going to take a couple of weeks to get back into the swing of what normal was. Right? Uh-huh. If yeah. it's even ever the same. Yeah. yeah, what a strange transition that'll be. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the antithesis of 
the worst parts of capitalism in yeah, a way. It is. You know, that fuck you, I'm going to get mines, you know. Right. Uh, this is, yeah, the the opposite. And, you know, care for your elders, that, you know. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's really, it's kind of, it is, it is, God damn it, it's refreshing to, well, yeah, to see everyone f- uh, at least kind of caring. Like I said mm-hmm. at the beginning, you know, like, we, I, I was waiting for something to happen, I, you know, something. Yeah. yeah. Is anybody going to do anything? And about, then Mother like, Nature steps up. There's no, <laughs> you know, there's no more fish in the ocean. Yeah. And they, there's, you know, like, yeah. when is somebody in, in charge going to do something? And, and Mother Nature, it turns out, is, is actually She's in uh, charge. In baby. charge. Always, <laughs> yeah. 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 Always. That's cool. why I, I love these mountains right here, constantly reminding us of that, even though it's... Right. In a way, sometimes like oh, way more powerful. It's so yeah. much more powerful. The strong and winds, and yeah, yeah, like strike a little fear into you. Feel, you know, humbles you. Yeah, you know, it's like we're powerless against nature's forces when it, yeah, when it comes for you. Well, the apocalypse, as McKenna said, is coming for each one of us, and we don't, we don't give it enough thought. I don't think. Like dying, uh, you mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Totally. I as, think as far as I'm concerned, the, the yeah. whole universe sprung into existence sometime around 1976. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything from polar bears to fireworks, it yeah. all started then. I know mm-hmm. uh, then you can go and look at things called books in yeah. this universe and mm-hmm. find out that apparently it had been happening for a, be- long, for a long time, yeah. but not with the distinct detail uh, uh, and involvement mm-hmm. that that i know it as so yeah. it's you know stories at this point that stuff yeah. before you so the end of your own life in a way mm-hmm. is the end of the universe yeah um yeah and, no, and we yeah. yeah we somehow just skirt that and sweep it under the rug it's a bummer <laughs> uh to talk about you know to talk about but mm-hmm. um ramdas sheds a nice light on it you know he, he talked a lot about death and about the opportunity for it and you know, when you are on your deathbed, it's this moment of truth, like where everything strips away. And I don't know. It's like death doesn't have to be a bummer, I suppose, because that's what makes every present moment so precious is because mm-hmm. it's not forever. Yeah. You know, this this identification with, you know, I'm John Speaker and I'm going to be here for a short amount of time. So it's like while I'm here, it's to be savored, you know, live it up. Yeah. Gives context to your story. And also, they're, they're, you know, same side of the coin. There wouldn't be life without death, and it's just part of it. You can, yeah. I think us calling it bad or being afraid of it is because we don't understand it, and we mm-hmm. don't know what happens, and we like to know things. Fear think of the unknown, the and, great unknown, yeah, the biggest and unknown there is. Hopefully, it can be turned around to just appreciate life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what about for mm. the quarantine any good movies or shows? <laughs> um, well, uh, Freaks. Freaks on Netflix Ooh. is dope. Super dope. That, it's so good. Yeah. But um, the whole thing is like, don't, don't, don't yeah, tell me about it. Don't, don't, don't tell anybody about it. Just go watch Just it because half the fun yeah. is, is figuring it out. But uh, yeah, in the genre that I'm not going to mention, um, it is like a heavyweight champion it's, movie. Uh, it's yeah, so it's good. Freaks. Oh, on Freaks on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. 
And then mm. uh, what else have we been watching? Gordon Yo, the Ramsay. Expanse. <laughs> we got to put this out there. The Expanse on Prime is Expanse. a sci-fi show. Okay. And uh, it's a, one of those completely complex. Um, it was a novel first, and so it's got a lot of different characters and a lot of um, things happening simultaneously at different parts of the ga- uh, well, yeah, the galaxy actually. So. Um, I'd have to recommend that one. Oh, Chuck. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Curb Your Tube. The you can watch curves. the new season on YouTube. Somebody found a way around it. Yeah, so. Curb Your Tube. Curb on, Your Tube. On YouTube. And uh, for you art-minded people, I got to drop this uh, this homie, Waldemar Janusek. <laughs> it's a weird that? name. Yeah. That's, that's... Just look up Waldemar on uh, uh, Amazon Prime. He has stuff on YouTube, too. He's an art critic, uh, this uh, kind of funny British guy. Um, it's W-A-L-D-E-M-A-R, I believe. Okay. Waldemar Janusek. But he has uh, uh, several series about the Renaissance, about uh, especially the Impressionists. Ooh. And as you know, uh, as you may know, the Impressionists were the you know first to pass the baton kind of into modern visionary art. Mm-hmm. Um if you kind of follow the lineage, I mean, you know, all cave painting aside, uh, the, without the impressionists, we wouldn't have, uh, we wouldn't, you know, be where we are uh, the with this. So he has an episode on each one of them and it's super in depth. He goes, it's also like this really well-made travel show. So he'll go to this spot where Van Gogh painted this painting and oh, like cool. talk about the tree and the boat that's in nice. the painting. And he, um, He's super into it too. He's like fun to watch. He's super animated, awesome. super intelligent, he's, and he's um, a sweet I've child. learned so much about the impressionist through this guy. <laughs> like he goes, he goes into their personal lives. And oh, cool! It's not your. I mean, they do have a lot of typical art history details, mm-hmm. essentials, but it's just a different take on it. Kind cool. of cool. I'm gonna yeah. watch that tonight. Yeah, man. really sharp. We were thinking. Uh, Sorry. No, but yeah. Um, uh, it gets you super inspired, super amped up, and jacked up after watching. Uh, the, that stuff on the impressionists. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. What yeah. were you gonna say, Morgan? I was just no, I was gonna say we were thinking about doing like a a live Bob Ross, like no, like everyone together do a Bob Ross where we all watch yeah. the same Bob Ross yeah, make painting, and it would be kind of fun. That would be so much fun. I've never Let's really, I've never done it to the actual video. Right? Isn't Bob just a great example of how you should live your life? Yeah. Oh. He's yeah, such a sweetheart with his little pet yeah. chipmunk just yeah. hanging but out. But he has that edge. He was a drill sergeant. Yeah, right. You know, and he he said, "No, I walked that path. I'm gonna I'm gonna be gentle." That's what made him so sweet, right? That's he why saw, he's such a bad saw both sides. Vowed yeah, to never yell again. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys got any good movies? What do you got? Oh, you said the Expanse. The Expanse. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like. Midsummer, yeah. I don't know if you <laughs> haven't seen Midsummer, you should watch it. Yeah, it's if you slipped on that psychedelic art horror movie, that it's is beautiful. my favorite thing ever. It's we, like visually we, stunning too. Beautiful yeah. film. Probably what three times this past summer we yes. saw it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's great. They, uh, I'd say that's the most accurate version of a mushroom trip I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, in oh. terms of the visuals, because it's uh, they well, I won't give it away, it. but they nail yeah. it. Yeah. 
It's yeah. super disappointing with films like, you know, The Men Who Stare at Goats or whatever, where they dose everyone in the end of that film. And they're like, Burr. And they're all acting drunk. And it's like, yeah. did you guys consult anyone on yeah. your psychedelic scene, the big <laughs> crescendo psychedelic <laughs> movie, scene before yeah. you <laughs> put this in movie theaters? Like, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's re- super refreshing about Midsummer. They definitely took mushrooms yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. and oh, then yeah. made the movie. It's one of the most, yeah. Nicest um, visuals. Oh, another thing, Randall or random. Um, sorry, mixed up those words. <laughs> From what we're doing to stay calm, I really have been loving taking extra good care of the plants, and mm. it's about time to start your seeds for your garden. Oh, so yeah. I've been getting a bunch of seeds ready Hell and yeah. trying to, you know, it makes me feel good to take care of plants, and it's yeah. definitely super grounding. So if mm. you have any, or mm. if you don't get some. We've been getting into in too, the food you can the, the, you can grow from the supermarket food. Yeah. So romaine lettuce, you chop the bottom off yeah. and you mm-hmm. sprout it. Uh, garlic, avocados, potatoes. papayas, potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. There's a yeah extensive, well-made YouTube videos on how to do that. We got all kinds of we got avocados cracking. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Transplanting gonna, plants, taking cuttings, growing roots. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely fun. You can grow yeah. your indoor garden. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then it, that ties in the whole fucking survival shit too. Yeah. Grow yeah, your own yeah. food. Yeah. And then you can grow or eat fresh organic food that you have a connection relationship with too. It's yeah. super satisfying to eat a meal of food that you grew yourself. Mm-hmm. And to watch things grow. I don't know. I, I didn't grow up with plants at all. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, it's become a slight obsession. Oh, yeah. And it's been really fun to just learn the different personality of the plants and take care of them and watch them grow and make different plants from them. And you can do so much mm-hmm. and it's, you know, every single one is different. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Farming is more important than the stock market. Yes. <laughs> it's easy to forget that when you see someone in a flashy lifestyle who made a lot of money, but farming first, you know, I mean, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not Mr. Farmer, but I how's am, your compost been going? It's oh, raging. it's nice. Yeah, yeah. raging. Yeah. Nice. Raging. We haven't had any bear visits at all nice. since one, we had one in the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Have they come out yet? I don't know. They start yeah. about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Watch so out maybe for we'll bears. get some yeah. more. But we made it so, like, if a bear wanted to open it, I wish he would just open it the way it should open. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they can get it pretty quickly. And Dear don't bears, please use Dear handle. Bears, just <laughs> use, just lift, lift the handle up. And for any bears listening, just <laughs> go by the book. Love ya. Shouts. Shouts the bears. Yeah, but it's been good. I think we'll we'll definitely get some good dirt out of there eventually. Cool. Yep. And nice. Nice. Randall Morgan got good dirt. Good dirt. Good dirt. <laughs> Their secret compound. I wish you knew where it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we do hope to have uh, have this be a, a semi-public space uh, in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hopefully near future. But yeah. we just well, there's a lot of dangers because we are in a place that was definitely not taken care of the way it should have been before we got here and a lot mm-hmm. of things weren't built up to code or just weren't built mm-hmm. and so there are some deadly drops yeah. if you you know misstep or happen to fall in certain places that we just need to remedy before we can have any of our lovely friends and and you know students or anyone really over 
definitely not kids safe yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we want to get it to that point where, where we feel people will be safe and comfortable. And because we are on a cliff, Mm. the safety issue is, is real. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Like you could die. Rocks are very hard for the (laughs) skull. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like we live in (laughs) some Tolkien (laughs) (laughs) little hut. (laughs) It's definitely a very unique, but very beautiful place. Like we love, we love, I love living in the mountains at least. And, and having the a bit of separation, feeling a little more connected to nature, like mm-hmm. I can, because usually our the rest of the year when we're not home, we're traveling. We mm-hmm. travel a ton you know, right. for months out of the year. We're gone, right. we're gone, we're gone. We're doing constant social thing, social thing after social thing. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to like have the complete opposite when we go home. Yeah, decompress. I mean, I grew up near New York City. I lived in Oakland for a long time. I was, you know, I love being a city mouse mm-hmm. for real. There's so much beauty in 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 that. Uh, what up telegraph Ave? i love oakland but now Shouts. that i've spent uh you know i i was all nature was also kind of available to me i lived i grew up just outside of uh, new york city in, in the hudson valley so there were like woods around if you wanted to go into them mm-hmm. and now that we're like full-on uh nature i don't think i could ever go back mm, like yeah. yeah it's just too hectic you too many random variables if it's available to you to get out of the city um Give it a shot. Yeah, it, take, it takes a little, a couple months to like chill and, mm-hmm. and and get accustomed to it. But once once it kicks in, once you start making friends with the chickadees that are coming to your window, and <laughs> yeah. giving them seeds, and you see that they they're better teachers than the subway. You know, uh-huh. like, yeah. There's there's lots to be learned for going on the subway, but uh, I really like the chickadees and the chipmunks too. <laughs> you know, yeah, animals and and just to think that there's not literally all these people around everywhere and wi-fi signals and phones and cars and eh. yeah. well, even just in boulder which is a pretty clean city mm-hmm. like there's a huge difference and but then you do get this part of you that gets kind of like a yeah. crotchety it, like an old person it, or something yeah. like we go down there like oh, oh traffic and people <laughs> you have to like get back into yeah, it for a while probably, before it becomes normalized you know yeah. living in the city i was like you, you run into randomly run into people who are like super down and out on a regular basis right mm-hmm. and you can't fix the overarching problems that are right. causing these uh smash and grabs and pistol whips and and crackheads and all this like sad stuff and so you either your heart has to become jaded or you're super sad yeah, and depressed all the time all the about time. not being, you know, so your heart's either broken or, or, or jaded. Yeah. And, um, I have friends who can live in the city and, and have an open heart, uh, but, uh, that it didn't work with my chemistry really. Yeah. I've had yeah. the same experience, you know, like I thought I had like some real mental issues going on when I lived in Philly, but it was just because I had to kind of like suppress, you know, like I'm kind of, sensitive and i like to love people and you know you have to like button up and look down when you walk down the street and that was shield yourself yeah and i thought there was something wrong with me but then i got i moved away from such a densely populated area and you know this like this weight started to lift off and i could open back up a little bit and you know it's like different strokes for different folks too you know yeah it's not to say too that like ignorance is bliss either you shouldn't just go Run so, off to the mountains. Yeah, run yeah. off to the mountains. Uh, but uh, um, 
I don't know. I had to deal with slight mental health stuff and I just, just, yeah, being around down and out stuff that you just can't fix um, didn't work for, for my chemistry. Yeah. 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 If you're super sensitive or you empathize really hard or sometimes, for me, it's just, sometimes I just need, I love people, but I do need time by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do need time where, like, I feel imbalanced if I don't get that at some point. Yeah. yeah. Kind of get lost. It's and the scrambled. extrovert, introvert spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I can, I could be extroverted for a pretty long time. But then at a certain point, you know, the, the line on the graph just like does a straight drop. And I'm like, oh. Done. I gotta get away for a second. Yeah. It happened at uh, Electric Forest last year. <laughs> yeah, on like the yeah. second official day of the festival, I was like, "Too much." <laughs> I had to go cry in my tent for a little bit. I think that's common for our job at at, a, at if large, we didn't large have, festivals like that. Yeah, yeah, if we didn't have Rachel working for us there, yeah, we would all probably do that at least once. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just so much. It's just. <laughs> 50,000 people and you have to fend for yourself, paint, talk, be in charge of your area. It's a lot of pressure for, you know, 16 plus hours a day. You guys have discussed this earlier on other episodes, but live painting at psychedelic music festivals is, you're like this, you know, um, like the Charlie Brown comic with like the, the advice booth, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That's what people <laughs> like sort of psychological see. advice, That's five cents. Like yeah. you can't leave. Yeah. You, you have your shit together enough to at least be, painting at the festival and then yeah. you get yeah just random it's a, it's a heavy download it's like, <laughs> but it's and also it's okay. amazing you yeah. it's also that we exactly. do because we do love the other side of it the other aspect which is like bringing this live art to people who never get to see it and who are so inspired by it and right. and love to watch it it's also a calm place for people to come if they're overwhelmed like mm-hmm. not also, everyone you have you really sweetest people great ever great conversations right yeah. with super sweetheart intelligent people who don't right. Don't, don't get me wrong. That. It's not all yeah. like, you yeah. know, no, whacked no. out. After, uh, zombies after a few coming days, you. I think it's even a, like a little bit, we have to, there's some part of us for, for me, at least I've found that I, I have to enjoy that sort of like counseling part of it a bit or I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I make little jokes and maybe sort of complain about it, but it's like, it's the same thing. Like you couldn't, you can't have the, Rose without the thorn or whatever. Yeah. Like, well, it's like you mentioned something rose. before about about people being at different phases at of different understanding. Times. Yeah, yeah. Um, music festivals are for the people going for their first or second time, in a way. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a tradition too. There's yeah. tradition people that are like right. our friends meet up here yeah. every year. Yeah. This yeah. is what we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. then yeah, for the newcomers. But yeah, understanding that someone who is. Uh, enamored or their mind's blown or, or they sound like whatever uh-huh. in that moment like they might be different in four years right yeah totally you know and, and you're you, seeing them in this little window and you're seeing a parade of people all in this window right and it's easy to kind of get Generalize. jaded yeah and yeah. be like oh they're all yeah 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 like like <laughs> this you know and that that's yeah it's it's, it's wise to uh to pull back and, and, and see that everyone's at different phases totally and, and you see can, yourself in those phases. exactly that's mm-hmm. exactly what i was about to yeah. say yeah, yeah. I see. It's like, oh, you're like me when I was 19. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of like talking to your younger self at that point. And, you know. Yeah. What would would I have wanted to hear? Yeah. And you want them to be, you just want to love them and want them to be safe and have a good time. Right. And that's kind of what we're there for, to help people have a 
better yeah. time. Yeah, hey, and bro, if, don't throw your cigarette butt on the ground. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> or if someone's like, you know, over there puking their guts out. You hold know, their hair. You know, like okay. hold their hair, ask them if they need to give them a water bottle. Yeah, you know, some water. <laughs> I did that last year and I could tell the girls were super high on ecstasy <sighs> and they were puking, but they didn't look like scared or really sick. They were still kind of like smiling and puking. They made it to the trash can. Oh, and gosh. I was like, I gave them some water. I sat with them for a while. And like then they were okay, but that's kind of our duty when we're there too. Exactly, like, like, you're in our vicinity. If we're going to keep doing this, we might as well be examples of what it can be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, maybe neighborhood anyway. It doesn't other. have to be at a music festival. Well, yeah, anyway. growing up in in, front, in your neighborhood, help yeah. people, help yeah. people. Yeah, help yeah. People. Exactly. If you can see something's wrong, don't help be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Selfish altruism, yeah. you know. The best way to be happy is to make other people happy. Mm-hmm. There's no other way around that. And there's yeah. like the, uh, you know, the crux of taking a psychedelic is integration of what you learn in that space. And then, you know, like a festival is like kind of this group trip. And mm-hmm. then it's like, what can you take from that to be a better member of your community when you're back home? Right. You yeah. know, like, it's like, it's not... I don't know. I guess like for some people, it could just be a separate thing, but it's like whatever potentiality you see there, people coming together and caring for each other. Can you bring that into the world, you know, and like actually transform the culture at large by becoming a, it can be a fun retreat where you learn, you know, you learn about, um, just looking out for one another. Well, you learn, yeah, you learn about all kinds of things. Strong bond, even about like, Patience Yourself. at the porta potties is a, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and a, another a spot for mindfulness. Like, it's yeah. interesting to watch where your mind wanders or, like, have to be able to take it back into control if it goes too far, or if mm-hmm. you're getting scared, or, you know, like, yeah. But they're intrinsically, like, they're, you're guaranteed to have a little more fun than your, yeah. your average weekend yoga retreat oh, yeah. with, because of all the wild elements of the music and the, yeah. you know. Well, more ups and downs. It's like you said with the the rose and the thorns. Like those kids are having the time of their life, but a lot of them are camping in the hot sun and waking yeah. up exhausted. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. feel everyone yeah. feels it a little bit because it's so good. You have to suffer almost yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Every rose has its thorns. Every cowboy. There are better. There are better heavy metal bands from the eighties than, than Poison. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, I couldn't find another analogy off the top of my head. I'm really sorry. I know there's so many more, but yeah. Kiss by Rosie. There we go. Some seal. Come on. He doesn't mention the thorns. I mean, I like the song. The I don't seal. know if it's relevant. He doesn't mention the thorns oh, at yeah, all, though. Yeah. yeah. True. But. <laughs> We needed to cleanse the palate there from uh, yeah, yeah. poison. There the, the earworm. Yeah. Oh, earworm. a good trick I learned um, to get rid of an earworm is to slow it down and pitch it down as far as you can in your mind. So mm-hmm. you'd be like, and then you just get like a remix in then, your head but then it's like it kind of like dissolves it, it yeah. you stretch it out so long and it gives room for another thought to come in and you're like okay 
That's gone. Yeah, scratches whatever or, itch or, and earworm is. Or you know what I found works too? You can just punch yourself in the head a bunch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that works for a lot of stuff. That does yeah. not work. Yeah. Don't try this at home. <laughs> Feeling oh bored during quarantine? <laughs> you just have to find an John earworm Speaker that you has like. the answer. <laughs> oh, my uh, oh my god! Thank so, you. Um, be nice to yourselves. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, do you have any? Um, Parting wisdom for our guests, you know. What about the the young little Randys and the young little Morgans out there? You know, what do you want to let them know? Well, they're their own individuals that are just brilliant and unique. So I'm sure there are no, if we're lucky, there are no little Randalls Morgans. Yeah. <laughs> but... At least none that we know about. I would say, okay, uh, this helped me out. When I was saying, imagine yourself as a 90-year-old or a 110-year-old person and sit down and close your eyes and have a conversation with them. Mm. What did they want you to do? And then um, what have they done? What paintings are they working on? What, what do they want you to know? And then open your eyes and get get to it. Get to doing mm. that stuff. Yeah. You do, uh, time goes fast, kiddos. Yeah. And, uh, and now is the time, if you, especially if you aren't working right now. Whatever you've been dreaming about doing at your job, if you only had more time, now is the time to do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If you want to see the northern lights before you die, I, I highly recommend planning that trip maybe Hell for yeah. like a year and a half yeah, yeah yeah well yeah whatever but also, it takes yeah but yeah whatever it takes like you make start a, a savings account or, or put five bucks in a piggy bank every week yeah. or 10 or whatever you yeah. know to make to start working towards that goal um yeah i would Do also things say your future self will thank you for yeah mm, yeah that's perfect it's a great time to start new habits mm, yeah you know? and i think also really and this is part of the no media thing is like try not to succumb to fear and it's hard for all of us and I think mm-hmm. it's a daily practice to remind ourselves that like yeah the future is uncertain but mm-hmm. there's been other times in our lives where it has been as well and we d- didn't know where the next paycheck was coming we thought it would all fall in shambles but mm-hmm. you know it it won't like you could be out running naked on the street Randall always <laughs> says this and someone's gonna come get you yeah. and give you clothes yeah. and, yeah. and give Nothing. you something to eat even if it's in jail mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you're you're gonna be okay <laughs> yeah. and that's that's if things get real bad mm-hmm. that's about you know or maybe in a hospital yeah. which is what's worse right now I can't say yeah mm-hmm. but but yeah, like we can't lose hope. We right now we need each other for emotional support and yeah. and other types of support too and to not like to not get overwhelmed and worried with things going on in the world that you can't do anything about. Hell yeah. Right. It's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank, thank you, guys you guys so much yeah. for having yeah. us on your podcast. Yeah, it's super we love fun. you. It's great. We love Sorry, you it's so much. It's, we didn't get as high like 420. <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, we'll be back for 420. For 2020. <laughs> we'll do 419 this year. Yeah, we're going to do Bicycle Day this year. How about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should there switch it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two bikes. That'll be... That'll be really good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for Trippy Cast. <laughs> yeah. 419. We can do Bicycle Day into 420. Yeah. Oh, dude. No. It'll be a 24 hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do it at like 11 to like 1. Okay. All right. Yeah. I know right. it's late Stop for weeks. you, but yeah. it's late <laughs> for you. We could do that, though. 
All right, yeah, we'll do a special 419-420 podcast. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Keep your ears and eyes peeled. You guys will plug our we'll websites and everything. Thank you yeah. for listening, <laughs> yeah. uh, listener. And uh, Hope hey, you're healthy. We love to talk about art. Uh, feel free to write me emails on my website. And um, What is your website? Randall Roberts, your website is? Allofthisisforyou.com. Cool. And Morgan Mandala, your website is? Just morganmandala.com. And what's your Instagram handles? At Morgan Mandala. Cool. Randall Roberts Art. Yeah. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. Randall with one L. Yeah. They'll one find L. it. Yeah. <laughs> check <laughs> them thank out. Thank you. Thank you for looking. Thanks for listening. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Love you guys. Thank so you. We love you guys too. Love yeah. all y'all. Cool. Peace, well, peace out, everybody. Peace. peace. We love you. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening to another episode of RCAF Podcast. For additional images and notes on this episode, you can check out our website, rcafpodcast.com. And you can find me, Andrew Norris, at andrew.norris.arts on Instagram. And andrewnorrisarts.com is my website. I also have links on my website to episodes as well as all my best paintings. And you can find me, John Speaker. My website is johnspeaker.com. On Instagram, I'm at John Speaker. And on Facebook, John Speaker Art. And we want to give a special thanks to Blair Speaker, John's lovely wife and creative director of the podcast. She also updates the website and does all the podcast notes. So thank you, Blair. And we'd also like to thank Tyler Billman. He created the music for this podcast. You can find Tyler on SoundCloud and Instagram. His name is Get Billsman. That's G-E-T-B-I-L-L-S-M-A-N. Thanks again for listening. Peace. Thank you. (laughs)